Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, attempts to house refugees back in the news again this morning, and you might have heard here on News Talk with um, Pat Kenny, a uh, reporter, Barry White, was chatting to Pat a little earlier about the number of refugees that have arrived in the country this year, about 4,500 in just over six weeks. And added to that, I suppose, some hotels are now talking and considering about a return to the tourist season from around the uh, Easter period or so onwards. So we're talking about the number of um, unoccupied accommodation, beds, rooms, houses, hotels that have you know been offered to government in whatever particular uh, migrant protection programme it is. People have accommodation. They've got it ready. They've contacted relevant departments. They've let it be known they have available accommodation. Uh, and many of them told us here in recent weeks on Lunchtime Live that, you know, they, they they never heard back. They never got any response actually at all in some cases. Noel is back with us on the line. Noel is the owner of the, um, the Amaskul House B&B. Noel, we spoke to you a number of weeks ago. You had offered accommodation. Have you had any updates since? No, we had no update since I spoke to you last. Uh, as I said the last day on the radio there, that um, we can sleep 13 people in the middle of the village and it's, you know, it's a pretty good place to have. But the council has never got back to me or anybody else. So we're kind of looking at other options now for the house, you know. But definitely nobody has written, emailed or phoned us in any capacity. Remind me in many bedrooms you had again, Noel. We, we can sleep 13 people comfortably in the house. It's on the main street of Anascon on the Dinga Peninsula. The area is served by two or three buses going to Dingle each day. It's also a good bus service to, to Tralee. Um, it's in right in the middle of the village. It's next door to the doctors. The school is about 600 yards up the road. There's shops, pubs there. And as I said the last day as well, there's also a lot of business in Dingle to rely on part-time work for the summer and things like that. So they'd, they'd be located in a great place mm-hmm. to integrate and to get some employment as well. So, you know, so all, all the services that you, you know, might uh, um, deem necessary, you're saying that they're all in and around the catchment. Transport, well, employment, like buses, services, yeah. everything. All right. And yeah. and you've heard nothing back since. And you're we a former B&B. We have a, we have a B&B and can, as I say, I can see 13 people and we have heard from mm-hmm. nobody. We contacted, the house must be empty now. It's months now since we made the first contact. And it's been empty six months nearly. And still, and, and very little contact. When we did have contact, it was very vague and uh, very little said. Mm, okay. You know, and can you leave her with me and she will get back to you. Can yeah, you? all right. Ch- Charlie is with us as well, Noel. Um, Charlie, you also got in touch too previously about rooms that you had mm-hmm. available in, in Donegal. Just remind me of your setup again. Charlie is with us as well, Noel. I think, Charlie, are you on the... the you've, I think a loudspeaker or echo there. No, we'll try and reconnect with Charlie. Morris is in Galway. And um, Morris, what's your experience? Hi, Andre. Yeah, we were in contact with you back around the same time you were speaking with Noel on this um, issue with trying to contact people in the Department of Children and so on. And response time seems to be very poor. Um, now, we literally emailed them about having... Uh, or turning our B&B literally over to the accommodation for Ukrainians. And uh, that was fine. I had a response almost immediately with the reference number for my uh, email offer. And then nothing happened for about about two weeks. So I thought this was, uh, I wasn't sure whether it was going to get a response or not at that stage. 
So um, I sent in another, actually, a second email thinking that maybe something went wrong with the first application. Again, I got a response immediately with that with another reference number. So this was to a thing I passed at the time they were handling us uh, a section of the department that were dealing with the offers. So uh, so that's that for another few days. Uh, and then um, we heard your uh, offer on the radio to call in, so which we did. Mm, that's uh, right. I remember. You're time. in Galway, isn't it? Yes. Yes, yeah. I remember. Oh, the, yeah. Oh, so um, uh, that was fine, and I think, and as well as at the same time, I contacted our local representative here, uh, Hildegard Nocton, who is the currently the chief with the government, uh, and her office is very helpful as well, and offered to contact uh, the minister O'Gorman, I think it is, uh, and wrote to him in relation to what this delay was about. Uh, and so between, I'm not quite sure of the experiment, how it worked, but somehow we had a response almost, I think it was the day after we were on the programme, uh, with a new form that had come out uh, for the application. Uh, oh, right. For, for Ukrainians. So it was, uh, it came from the Department of children uh, again but it's just a new form that we're using and it looked like this time we're using a, a database system to collect the information uh, about the accommodation the type of accommodation where you were what the services were in your area and so on so it's like a quite detailed uh, collection mm. of data so when you spoke to us there was you, you basically you got you, coincidental or not you got a response back then so is, is, has the accommodation now been taken over or what's happened not yet so um like it's a 40 point uh, 43 44 maybe questions that you fill up about all about the accommodation quite detailed the type of bedrooms the sizes um, bathrooms, catering facilities, mm. laundry, all that kind of stuff, insurance. So then you, that's a preliminary kind of scan that they do to see that you have all these things in place. And then that's successful, you go through stage two in this process. So this happens within maybe two or three days of the, uh, the issuing of this new format that they have. So, um, I completed that documentation then, and uh, it was again like the response was like quite fast. I think really, and especially uh, in terms of what I'm hearing from your other uh, guests, like two or three days, and uh, somebody would get back to you immediately mm. and ask you for more information if they hadn't completed. Okay. So, do you have any idea on. then when when I suppose the B and B will be used then, Morris? So I'm hopeful, hopeful that. Um, gone to stage three of the four-stage process, I think, at this stage. So the stage three, I think they will be sending evaluation person to the property, to the inspectors, to make sure everything's okay, and then discuss doing a contract of some description uh, with us, and then moving forward, I guess, probably in the next couple of weeks to be able to offer the accommodation. Okay, so, so, so hopefully you're hopeful that that will that'll happen or that'll move um, fairly shortly. Um, look, other people have been sending us in emails and getting in touch with us too. You know, since we last spoke about this, people telling us that they've offered accommodation, they never got any response back, um, and yet, like we're constantly hearing about the the lack of accommodation and the fact that you know people. Like there, there isn't enough beds, and and yet all I'm getting are emails from people telling me they've offered accommodation and had no response. I know, Morris, you obviously have had some more contact with the uh, the IPAS 
since we last spoke to you. Um, Noel has yet to, to get any information back. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.